I'm Carrie Nolan. It's Monday, July 16th, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now, as he does every Monday, is David Sanger, Chief Washington Correspondent for the New York Times. Good morning, David. Morning, Carrie. David, let's start with the presidential campaign. In the past week, we've seen some people who you would think would be natural supporters of former Governor Mitt Romney, people like Rupert Murdoch, who controls Fox News and The Wall Street Journal. He's argued that Mr. Romney is not well prepared to take on President Obama. So what's happening behind the scenes? You know, Kerry, it's a fascinating dynamic in which many conservatives are beginning to argue that Governor Romney is playing right into uh, President Obama's hands by focusing relentlessly on the economy and not really refining a message on tax cuts or on social issues. And so you've seen, uh, on the one hand, a number of evangelists uh, unhappy with uh, Mitt Romney, but you've also heard people like Rupert Murdoch make the case that he's simply not battling back hard enough and that he is not taking direct shots uh, at the president. And this gets to a sort of basic strategy of how the Romney campaign should be conducting itself. And right now, there are some in the Republican Party who fear that uh, Mr. Romney's been on vacation too much at his home in New Hampshire, that he hasn't been sharp enough in his attacks. But, of course, Mr. Romney is uh, being, trying to be careful here that he, because he knows that to get elected, he needs to attract a good number of moderates, some of whom might be turned off by a very pointed and very negative campaign. So he's, he's kind of stuck between two different approaches on how to go deal with uh, trying to define the Obama presidency. Now, President Obama has had his own challenges. It doesn't appear that his victory on health care in the Supreme Court has translated into much of a bump in the polls. So in the end, who does the decision help, Democrats or Republicans? You know, Kerry, after all the discussion about the Supreme Court decision, I'm not sure it helps either side. You haven't heard President Obama dwell on it too heavily because he knows that a majority of the American people are still unhappy with the totality of the plan, even if they like individual provisions in it, including the requirement that if you have a pre-existing condition, a health care company or an insurance company can't cut your benefits, or that people like the fact that they can insure their kids up to the age of 26. But for uh, Governor Romney, it's been difficult as well. He got booed the other day in front of the NAACP when he spoke to them, and uh, attack what he called the Obamacare plan. So uh, for both sides right now, it's very possible that they may come into the autumn part of the campaign determining that the less said about health care, the better. David, you were just in Europe, and there's been a huge scandal there about interest rate fixing that has engulfed many banks and seems headed to our shores. How does this scandal differ from what we saw here in 2008 and 2009? You know, it doesn't differ much. The behavior is slightly different just because it involves the manipulation of what's called the LIBOR, the London Interbank Overnight Rate, the rate that banks use to lend money to each other. And there are accusations and a fair bit of evidence that this figure was manipulated uh, in order to benefit uh, several of the banks in their bets. But what it does do is it brings back the question of whether the financial uh, community has actually reformed itself since the 2008-2009 events. And it will leave a bad taste in uh, the mouths of many voters who uh, believe that in the end uh, the banks really haven't changed as much as they advertise they have. 
that does give uh, something of an opportunity, I suspect, for those, including President Obama, who have argued for even more regulation. Finally, David, in Egypt, we're seeing a huge collision underway between the newly elected President Morsi, who is the candidate of the Muslim Brotherhood, and the Egyptian courts. Where is the U.S. in this power struggle? You know, Carrie, I've been struck by the fact that the Obama administration has been staying as far out of this power struggle as they possibly can. I think they've come to the conclusion that there's no way for the United States to win. On the one hand, they want to make sure that a newly elected president has real authority and independence from the military. On the other hand, uh, it doesn't do President Obama much good at this point to be seen to be embracing the candidate of the Muslim Brotherhood. Uh, And so they have left this pretty much to the Egyptians. But there is a huge amount at stake here. The way this struggle goes will probably determine whether the military in the end, is the true power uh, in Egypt, whether Egypt ends up looking more like uh, Pakistan, where there's an elected government, but it's the military that really calls the shots. Thanks a lot, David. Thank you, Kerry. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Kerry Nolan, and that's The Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM WQXR.